0: Hello everybody, this is Mark Kumar, your lifestyle entrepreneur and pro founder of Simple Podcast Cloud, a hosting company for podcasters that will allow you to have unlimited everything, unlimited shows, unlimited bandwidth, the whole nine yards. We feel like we are the company for podcaster for podcasters. And today I have another amazing podcaster who is going to share with you some really good insight that's gonna blow you away. So, Alan, please take your time to introduce yourself to my audiences, and let's get this party started.
1: Let's do it, baby. My name, I go by Dr. Alan Snyder. I am actually a real doctor uh, of physical therapy in Manhattan, New York. I'm in my clinic right now. You can see my diploma, my cool little stuff I got going on. Just finished up work. That's what I do for a living. That's what I do to pay the big bucks. But in my spare time, I got a lot of other things going on. I'm a personality. I got a lot going on for me, so... I started a podcast because I got jokes, I got stories to tell, and I want to share it with my friends, I want to share it with my world, and it's been a lot of fun. You know, I've been at it for about two months now, and I'm just loving it, loving it.
0: So what inspired you to start a podcast, to start a curiosity?
1: Well, I I promised myself I wouldn't say the C word, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. COVID happened starting back in March, and I unfortunately got sick. I was down and out for about a week or so, but I had to shut my business down for two months. And in that time, everybody was bored. So I decided to start running my own weekly trivia, bi-weekly trivia nights with my friends. And again, I got things to say. We always make it fun. We do our thing. And I was making videos and putting them on Facebook and putting them on Instagram. And I've always kind of felt like there was something more for me to give out there. I felt like I had a lot a personality and i'm great at storytelling at least i've heard i'm good at conversation and i wasn't quite sure what to do with it when to do with it how to do with it and one night i'm talking to a friend on texting and i said i uh, want to start a podcast and she said sure so we started making this podcast where it's two episodes a week we tell stories mainly stories that kind of make you laugh at yourself maybe times you made a mistake times you've done something it feels like two people sitting at a bar chatting And then we play trivia with each other at the end, maybe just a couple of quick questions because the trivia nights that I was running with my friends, it was me reading questions and they would score their own things. We didn't get to hear the dumb things that they would actually write down. So it's nice where you're put on the spot and this happens all the time where you get asked a question and you're like, I have no idea. And it's very clearly, you know, an easy answer. The other day it was name a beer from Amsterdam and I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't do it. And- (laughs) Amstel Light was one and Heineken was the other. And for whatever reason, you're put on the spot and you're like, I have no idea. I have no idea. And then when you find out the answer, you're like, I'm an idiot.
0: (laughs) And it sounds like a really cool podcast. So can you share like a couple of or at least a cool story that you could think on top of your head? I'd love to know that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So the name of the podcast is Booze Your Daddy. So B-O-O apostrophe S, like booze your daddy, because I do it with a female co-host that we're kind of like each other's booze. It's just meant like we're really close friends. But we also drink beer during the show. We usually sit back, kick back, crack a beer and have some booze. The whole booze your daddy is just more like a who's your daddy. Now, I'm good at making mistakes. I'm good at putting my foot in my mouth. And one thing that happened to me as a physical therapist somewhat recently was I had a patient come in and she had a knee injury. And we're sitting there and we're talking about her knee injury. And I'm being very professional. And she tells me how she got it and when it happened. And she says, You know, it generally is when I'm twerking. You know, anytime I'm twerking, my knee really bothers me. And now, this patient of mine, I'll just say, somewhat attractive. And I'm not making any judgments, but. I'm the consummate professional. So I thought to myself, all right, the motions of twerking, when you get down and you, I'm assuming Mark, you know what twerking is, correct?
0: Yep, absolutely. I think everybody who listens to the show knows what twerking is.
1: So I asked this lady, well, when are you twerking that it's happening? Like, what is the exact motion? And she says, well, you know, when I'm at the grocery store, it definitely bothers me. Sometimes when I'm like putting things away in the kitchen, it happens. And even the other day at my son's school, I noticed this, and I finally, I am like, "Ma'am, okay, we need to just clean the air here." Tell me, can you show me the motion that it is? And she says, "You know, like when you're standing on your leg and you turn your leg, you're kind of torquing it." And I said, "Oh, do you mean twerking?" She said, "Yes." I went, "Oh my god!" I for the last ten minutes have been thinking you were twerking, and it, we had a good little laugh together, and you know, that, it is what it was, but. These are the type of things that kind of happen in my daily life. And I just want to share the story because I'm really glad this misunderstanding turned into something very positive.
0: Yeah, that's, that, I I was in the same mindset that you were, like, torquing. I'm thinking, like, you're twerking in the club. Like, wait a minute, you're going to do it at a sun's, in the grocery store or somewhere? I'm like, what? that doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: I mean, Mark, I have had a patient when I first moved to New York City who was a tall, good looking woman. And she came in for a visit. And I don't know, we had a good session, whatever. And then, all right, I'll see you on Tuesday. Let's call her Samantha. I really don't remember her name. And maybe I went out with some guy friends that night and we ended up at a a gentleman's club. And, you know, we're sitting there. We're doing, by the way, not my scene. I don't care if that people like it. My friends love it. They've all been married so long that that's their only source of other females in their life so we go to a club and sure enough i get a drink and i look up on the main stage and it was my 12 o'clock patient and we locked eyes we looked away the other way and she didn't show up for her visit on tuesday and i being a good pt i called her on the phone i said hey samantha how's it going It went right to voicemail, and the voicemail had, like, this loud disco music, almost like she was in the back room of a club, like, hi, this is Samantha. (laughs) Uh, Can't get to the phone. (laughs) So, yeah, that definitely was her. So when people come into my office, they have all jobs and professions. I don't know what it's going to be sometimes, and we have privacy rules. So, of course, that's not the bulk of what I ever talk about. But – I'm just that guy, Mark. I'm that guy where things happen and people will go, "It's only you. Only you this would happen to." These are the stories that I talk about. Just crazy dumb things that I do in sex.
0: I mean, it seems like a really good little comedy show. You know, you want to tune into it and you like you're feeling bad about it or having a bad day or whatever, you tune into your show and be like, "I feel better now." This is really good. That's so what you- it is, man.
1: It's, it's just meant to be 30 minutes where you're out, you're walking, you're doing whatever and it feels more now I thought it was more of a comedy show, but my friends say it's kind of more like a lifestyle friendship show. It's more like listening to two people talk because if you know me, you know it is who I am. But if you don't know me, you're just listening to two people talking like, I would love to get a beer with these two, which is exactly what we're doing. We're usually sitting having a beer and I've even started having guests on the show and I used to ask them like, hey, you know, we're probably gonna have a beer. They're like, oh my God, that sounds great. Let's do it
0: all right and that's what i was going to ask you next is like what kind of format of the show do you have the solo or guest it seems like you have your obviously your partner and somebody else gets along so which one which one do you prefer uh more over the other? Like, with your co-host or another guest coming in as a third like three 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 party i don't want to call it threesome but three party i guess
1: <laughs> no well the truth is is we had one threesome and we called it a threesome because it was the three of us to be uh-huh. honest it was a little too crazy. And there's a lot of talking over each other. There's a lot of, I mean, I do all the editing and stuff and I'd want to make it as nice and clean and easy to listen to. It was too much. So we may do some more threesomes, but the way I've been doing it now is I have my co-host every other show and then myself and a guest do, a a random guest of people who, want to have a story to tell something interesting so i've interviewed you know comedians i interviewed a person who uh, is a foodie and wants to talk about food i interview just some different people friends that anybody who has something fun to talk about and
0: how do you find those people cuz it seems like you have a really good mix of people
1: just coming to your show that you know the fact that i have a co-host for every other show means i just have to fill in one other slot and my bigger issue is I have four episodes right now all lined up to be edited. I've already recorded them. But to do the editing and then slowly release them, you just want to keep people coming out. I have a lot of friends, and I haven't had to repeat any guests, but at some point I probably will, yeah.
0: All right, so when you are doing your shows and everything else, right, obviously people who are listening to it, it could be a content is a content. It could be whether you're teaching somebody or entertaining somebody. So how do you go about creating a content for your particular show?
1: you know what i'm very big on whatever's going on in the world and kind of what i was saying before is i don't struggle to talk and it's actually a blessing and a curse when i was little my father couldn't wait for me to start talking and eventually he said we need you to stop dude like it's enough it's enough and it's one of those things that i just always have something to say so i follow a lot of different news sites i follow pop culture i try to be a master of everything now my number one obsession in this world is sports most people don't care about sports. And if you do care about sports, you're tuned into sports radio. So that is kind of thrown out the window. But like, what's big in the news right now? What did I talk about last night when I recorded? The Cardi B song, WAP, which I will not spell it out for people, but if you haven't seen the video, I highly recommend you go watch this video. And we talked about this for 10 minutes, and so we kind of like what our takes on the song are, is. And that was part of it. And usually the guest has something to say. And then the trivia, it takes up a little bit of time. And content is not something I struggle with, which is a good thing. I just don't, I always have things to say because with my career, I have people in my office all day, every day, and they want to be treated and they want to be entertained. And that's why I am the entertainer.
0: I mean, that's a good position to be, man. I I guarantee you a lot of people would love, To learn how to entertain so if you could have somebody or if you have a class that you could teach somebody how to be an entertainer how would you do that i'm just curious
1: everybody has style okay there's only one of you so that's the immediate thing you have right away like Mark, you have charisma, right? You got those cute little dimples going. You got a great smile. There's only one of you and people are either gonna like you or they're not. Now, sometimes the audience dictates if you should be an entertainer. Sometimes you get out there, comedians start to empty rooms, but eventually you either get better because it takes lots of skill. I've been a doctor now for 12 years. Believe me, I put my foot in my mouth plenty when I first started. So eventually you have to get better. So the first you had to do is be yourself. Number one, you are who you are. You can't start this new persona. People do that. I think it's hacky. You know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, Andrew Dice Clay, he did a great job of it. He was original. Do your own thing. Be yourself. Right. But as far as getting good at what it is, there's the skill is, is repetition. It really is repetition. And when I talk about my own podcast and when I'm going to go talk about something, all those stories have been tried and tested. And right. I have told the stories and you read people, you read their face, you know what they want. And look, I live on a very liberal neighborhood. People come in my office and you know immediately they want to talk about Donald Trump or they want to bash him. And you have to read your audience sometimes. Now, I'm not the most political person, so that's not what I do. But you have to be able to learn how to be a good conversation and it's give and take, pretty much. Okay, that, that's definitely a
0: good tip to have, you know, give or take and that's on that. So tell me a little bit about like when you first started podcasting. And I really, really am curious. When you recorded your very first podcast, how did you feel about the end result?
1: Horrible. <laughs> you know, it was, for me, the end result, which I didn't know what I was doing. I had lighting. I had a camera. And at the end of it, we did it. And it wasn't horrible. It really wasn't that bad. But it was hopeful for me because there has almost never been a show, a podcast, a radio, a movie, whatever it is, that episode number one pilot was the best episode ever. If you – wherever you start, if you put the work in, guaranteed to get better – Guaranteed. I tell that to my patients. If you put the work in, I guarantee you'll make improvements. So after my first episode, which, by the way, we were terrified. I mean, I went out and got two margaritas. I had liquid confidence, and I sat down with my friend, and we did this. And the crazy thing about all of it is it's just two people talking. It's just you talking. What do I need to do? I need to slow down. Now because I'm starting to really – I've done about 20 episodes. so. <laughs> Now I'm starting to get better at cutting out some of the other words that people say when they do it. I'm very big on these and that's why I want to do this. So, how about this? And now half the time I just say it in my head. I'll say how about that? You know, or you 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 We all have these little patterns and I tell you, once you hear yourself on audio hours and hours and hours. And every 30 minute podcast that comes out for me takes me about two to three hours to get there. We record for 40 minutes, but going through and cutting out the things and I don't rearrange anything, but it takes a lot of work and you get comfortable hearing your own voice and you get comfortable with yourself and you start picking up some of the bad habits that you do. You know, those little things, the little ticks and you get better at it
0: yeah man definitely when i first heard my own first voice i'm like oh my god that person sounds horrible like what i can't believe i sound like that like what because i guess we are so used to not hearing our own self and then you know it's like okay worst time you hear it, like wow that's crazy so so what advice you can give somebody who's starting a podcast in terms of equipment what advice would you give
1: so I went out, see, I just, you hear that? I said, so I'm doing it even now, which kills me. The equipment that I started with was basically a starter set on Amazon. I got a little mic stand where it has a boom holder, something. It came with a pop filter. Personally, I don't love it. What what was it, 60 bucks? It really wasn't a lot. It's it's an audio electronica. It sounds pretty good. Anybody listening hopefully thinks that. I made sure I got a good set of headphones just to avoid any echoing because this thing is a like a shotgun mic, and it picks up everything coming out of the headphones. That's it. I mean, really, I downloaded free software. Um, I host my site, that costs a couple of pennies per month to do, and that's it. Then it's just all about content and getting better and learning how to promote, which – I am an amateur, and I spend a lot of time learning how to do so many things from Photoshop to hashtag strategy to stories to every single thing you can do, and I am a newbie. Today is what? I'm not even two months. I'm not even two months into doing this, and the fact that I have grown to 50, 60 listeners, like I'm blessed, and I'm so happy, and I'm so humble, and I have no idea where my journey is going to go, but I'm enjoying the ride.
0: I hey mean, imagine if two months you got to 50, 60 listeners, if you continue on. It seems like you're going to continue on. You're not going to stop because I would be extremely sad if you did because your enthusiasm, your energy, and your drive is going to, I think you should definitely continue on. So question I want to ask you is like when you were looking for a podcasting host, and obviously everybody needs a podcasting host. You can create a content, but you need someone else to host. it. What were some of the things that you specifically wanted for your podcast?
1: I had no idea. I did minimal research and I came down to two different sites and I just picked one, went onto the website and that ended up being good for me and that's what I used to host my site. Now that I've gotten familiar with the site, what do I want out of it? It needs to be easy to upload. It needs to be relatively inexpensive. Because all the sites give you, what, like a couple of hours or free whatever. But if you're serious, you need it to be able to hold lots of bandwidth and lots of episodes. Right. And for me, I like having the statistics. I want to know how many downloads I'm getting and where they're coming from. Because that can kind of tell you where you're – not that I have a marketing budget, but that should tell you where your time is best spent. When you start advertising or whether you're promoting, that's how you know too. do it. So for me, it's as simple as that. I just want to – Easy to upload, easy to access, and easy to get the statistics to know how I'm doing.
0: Okay, I mean, that's simple enough. You know, keep it simple. Obviously, you know, statistics definitely helps you create your content depending on, you know, if somebody's listening it locally or somebody who's listening it nationwide in, you know, different countries and things of that nature. Definitely helps. So, how do you go about promoting your podcast? So, people who are just starting out, like, hey, I got this content, I got the hosting. So, how do I get the word out?
1: Yeah, no idea. Because as good as I've gotten with my 50 60s listeners, whatever that is, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be an exponential growth. Most of those people are my friends, are my family. And how am I trying to do it? I'm trying to get the word out via Facebook, via Instagram. And it's, it's, it's a fickle beast. It really is. I've tried to do some Twitter, tried to do some of the other stuff. And I don't think it's working so great, to be honest. And I don't know. I really don't know what I'm doing. And My goal was to entertain my friends. And if that's all this ever ends up being, then so be it. But from the research I've done, I don't think there's a a way out there that I'm missing. And if you have any advice, I'm game. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think obviously Instagram marketing with the hashtag marketing you hashtag it and depending on different times you do it. You you do that obviously your picture one which is your for first thing in the morning will be like nine o'clock. You hashtag it and the second thing what you can do is also your video part of your podcast use you a little teaser hashtag that to so hashtag hashtag on Instagram and then obviously your uh, Facebook group marketing, that also works too. But I also would say someone who was like really, really serious about it, do the paid advertisement. And then, you know, and also if people are like, hey, I don't have money for it, I, I don't have the budget for it, things of that nature, what you can do is, which I have done in the past and I know other people who I suggested this to, do a donation podcasting, meaning every podcast you ask for, like, hey, there's a link in the bio. If you truly appreciate this content and you want to see more of it, help me support it by clicking on this button that helps me support the podcast, ask for a donation. And you use that money towards increasing your uh, audiences and reaching and things of that nature. And obviously, you know, that thing works. That has worked wonderfully for me. So definitely that. So what is in store for you in the future for your podcast?
1: You know, I don't know. My podcast is doing well. And what I want to do is obviously grow my audience. But for me, I just want to keep having fun. I want to have people that have good energy, people who want to talk on the show and grow. I have no idea. If it gets picked up, if it gets promoted, that would be great. If it doesn't, I'm okay with that. You know, Pipe Dream... My stories are endless, absolutely freaking endless about what happens. And we see nowadays in television, you get these comedians that turn their show. They get shows, basically. And every show just has these stories that are plucked from their different stand-up acts. You know, I have a season's worth of material that any producer could come and be like, you know, you add a love interest here, add a father there. There's stories for days. It's just having original content is the one thing for me that I'm just so lucky and blessed with.
0: Right, man, I, I will tell you what, I absolutely love your energy, your enthusiasm, and your stories. If you could do this for me, I would appreciate it. I'm sure you heard of Airbnb, right? Obviously, everybody has heard of it, right? And Definitely. you know, they have nowadays, They what they have is what they call Airbnb experience, What you can do is you can virtually go on and join this particular uh, Zoom call. And then people can learn different things from you. For you, it would be amazing because you'd be like, hey, here's a podcast comedian. I will help you get cheered up and come join my comedian show for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. And then people, I'm telling you right now, dude, if you do this, people will love you for it. Because your energy, your stories you have, I love you already. I'm like, Dude, I, want I love more. you.
1: I love you. We love each other. This is great. Two guys in New York that love each other. There's no shortage of those, though.
0: <laughs> but seriously, no joke's not. Definitely try that. I think you're really going to kill it and people going to... Really, really gonna enjoy it, and then and in the end, obviously, you can make money off of it as well. And But at the same time, you're gonna provide such a great value to so many different people, and especially the fact that you live in New York City. You could literally, there's an experience, the guy does it, take a cell phone, go around New York City, and then you can give it a tour. And while you're it a tour, you can be a comedian about it, and that's like a complete another experience. Someone who lives in, let's say, uh, in Europe, they want to see New York City, and you give your commentary, and, and you love talking
1: like. I'm sorry. Big... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, I know, it's bad, it's bad.
0: No, 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 that's a good thing. That's what I'm saying, that's a good thing, because you love talking, you will find ways to entertain people.
1: That's a great idea, Mark. I If I get nothing out of this, that was a great idea. I will look at that before I go to bed tonight.
0: Yeah, man, cool. So tell me how people can find you.
1: People can find me on my Instagram page. My personal page is the name of my company. It's Breakaway PT. the way you think it would be spelled. My podcast page is just like I said before, it's booze Your Daddy, B-O-O-S-Y-O-U-R-D-A-D-D-Y. Give it a shot.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Definitely, I will also put all of those links in the show notes. But before we go away, I want to do this past and future uh, exercise with you where, let's say you are 30 years old, hypothetically speaking, and at 25 years old asks you advice. I want to get wherever you are in 30 years old. What advice would you give that person, your younger self, to get there in 30 a lot faster in terms of experience, education, and money, whatever the case might be?
1: So we're going to go with what you said. I first thought you were calling me 30 years old, which, by the way, thank you very much because that was many years ago. But to answer your question, when yeah. I was 25, I was an idiot, and I thought I knew everything, and I, I really did. And what I learned at age 30 was, wow, I was an idiot. I didn't know anything. And then when I turned 35, I look back at my 30-year-old and go, wow, you really were an idiot. You thought you were smarter than that other guy. But the truth is I have worked my whole life because even though I'm a millennial, you know, millennial is technology, millennial is the age I am. But the third one is entitlement, and that's where I always defer. I am not entitled. Anything I've ever wanted in my own life, I have worked for, from going to college, going to graduate school, getting a job, starting my own physical therapy practice, starting my own podcast, anything I've done, any skill I've had, I play guitar, I play hockey, I kickbox, I learn this stuff. You put the work in, and everybody wants to be that. Post a video, Instagram famous person, I got bad news for you. Every actor, every successful person that you ever have heard about spent years, hours and hours and hours and hours practicing, rehearsing, getting told no. Hard work and dedication is the only thing in this world that is time-tested and proven to make you go somewhere. And that's the advice I give to if you're 20, 25, 30, it does not matter. Put the hours in, put the work in, Be able to look at yourself and reflect, and you will grow as a person, as a brother, as a son, as a daughter. No matter who you are, you're never done. Life is a lesson. You learn it when you're through.
0: All right, cool, man. That's a great advice. Definitely agree with it. Without work, you can't move forward. And those who do, they complain about it, and they hate their life And then when they don't get what they want. So now in the future, whatever you know right now, all the knowledge that you know, How can you utilize that knowledge to move a lot further? Where will you be in two years from now?
1: How can I? I'm just going to keep plugging along and trying to do what I know. I'm going to do what I know and what is the best thing in my life right now because I have it all figured out. I really do. Everything right now, I know everything. And next week, I'm going to find out that whatever I was doing was not right and when you're meet whenever you're met with something that you are it's confrontational and maybe you're wrong there's nothing harder than criticism in this world but sometimes you need to take a step back evaluate what you heard evaluate what you thought and then sometimes you need to just say you know what i was right i'm going to keep doing what i was doing but sometimes you go ah i was doing that wrong and i'm going to do a much better job of the next time so as long as you can do that for my because I really don't have anything that I'm, I want to do this. I want to do this in two years. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen in a month. I really don't. But you need to be able to reevaluate everything based on new information. It's kind of like when you play poker. You can only go by the information you have. And you can think your hand is good. But then all of a sudden, the other person does something. They make a bet. They say something. And you have to reevaluate where you are and then decide, hey, do I have the best hand or not?
0: Best advice ever, man. Best advice, man. First of all, thank you so much for being on my show. I truly appreciate it. I know all the podcasters are going to listen to, they'll be like, oh my God, thank you, man, for being here, for entertaining us, for one. You know, I, I love it. And uh, lastly, what I want to do is I want to leave the floor all for you. Whatever you want to share, anything, social media or personal advice or whatever, but right now, the floor is all yours.
1: Wow. I already plugged my show. You said you'll put it in the show notes. I've said about everything that I really want to say as far as hard work and dedication. The last thing that I preach in this world, kindness, golden rule, treat people the way you want to be treated because it's not about politics. It's not about race. It's not about gender. Just be nicer to people in this world. And it is more infectious than COVID. It's more infectious than anything else in this world is a smile costs nothing, being friendly, helping people, helping people. We will make this world a better place. That's my goal. I want to help people. I want to make the world happier. And anybody listening to this, we're all going through stuff. We really are. We've all had that rough day. Do the best you can to be a better person and make other people's lives better, and you will feel so good. It is number one drug. Better than any drug out there is the feeling of making somebody else smile and be happy
0: man amen to that and that's a perfect way to end the show once again thank you so much all of us here at simple podcast class appreciate you being here taking the time thank you man
1: thank you mark thank you for having me this was a lot of fun man